Hey, welcome everybody to an impromptu Law of Self-Defense show because, of course, of breaking news, breaking news. Let me make sure we're streaming correctly. It looks like we are. Uh, obviously, I'm I'm home. I'm out of my office. I don't have my multi-screen set up here, uh, so I'm just working off the old laptop. But the breaking news, of course, is that... Alec Baldwin has been released from his involuntary manslaughter charges in New Mexico. Breaking, breaking, breaking. Uh, and frankly, the decision is uh, its not really surprising um, for reasons I'll discuss in just a moment. Of course, for those who may not know, I am attorney Andrew Branca for Law of Self-Defense. And this is obviously a, uh, a no-tie edition of the Law of Self-Defense. I was actually, I just finished putting in a an outlet in the garage. <laughs> That's what I was doing when the news broke. So let me pull this up. Here I am. Okay. So, um, and of course, I, I don't have a uh, I don't have all the notes and stuff I would normally prepare for a show like this, but I've covered it a thousand, a thousand times before. Those of you who'd like all the detailed background, um, the many, many pieces of uh, legal analysis I've previously done in this case, uh, you can always point your browser to lawofselfdefense.com slash Baldwin, lawofselfdefense.com slash Baldwin. And there we have uh, everything I've done uh, for the law of self-defense community. On, uh, on Alec Baldwin uh, is aggregated there. So you can read all of it there. But the, the, essentially the facts are that Alec Baldwin was on the set of a low-budget Western movie called Rust. Uh, he was the lead. Uh, he was the star in the movie. He was also a, at least uh, an executive producer, I believe, for the movie. Uh, but he was playing the lead role character, whose name, I believe, was Rust, hence the title of the movie. And he was doing a scene inside a church where he was uh, holding a a single action Western style revolver. He was uh, um, getting ready for filming. The cinematographer was uh, directing him through going through various motions while she stood behind the camera in preparation for filming. And part of this involved him uh, drawing a pistol and pointing it in her general direction. And unfortunately, uh, at one point he did that and the pistol discharged, fired a live round a bullet into Helena Hutchins, mortally wounding her. She died as a result. Um, and of course, uh, lawsuits and criminal charges uh, resulted, uh, surprisingly uh, to some, against Alec Baldwin. Uh, certainly surprisingly, surprising me that he was charged, not because of anything having to do with the legal merits, uh, but because uh, of the politics involved. Uh, this area, I mean, New Mexico generally is pretty liberal. This area around the Taos, New Mexico area, is liberal even for New Mexico. They're also desperately interested in having more movies come out there. It's 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 not a New Mexico is not a wealthy state. This is not really a wealthy area. And uh uh they want more movie industry work there. And I it, it would seem that if you start prosecuting big Hollywood stars, even you know kind of B-rated stars like Alec Baldwin, uh you would discourage the uh movie industry from doing more filming there. So I was surprised from a political perspective that he was charged. Uh, at, at all. Um, on the legal merits, uh, this has always been a clear-cut case of involuntary manslaughter. 
uh, based on recklessness. So involuntary meaning he didn't intend uh, to kill Helena Hutchins, uh, but he was reckless. Reckless is a mens rea, a state of mind sufficient for criminal liability. Just below recklessness, we have mere negligence. Um, so, uh, I mean, for summary purposes, kind of the, the levels of mens rea start at zero, where something is a genuine accident, meaning there was really no way for you to know, no way for you to uh, knowledgeably prevent a bad thing from happening. That's a genuine accident. There's zero legal liability for a genuine accident. Then we have negligence. Negligence is a mental state where you didn't know um, you were creating a risk, but you should have known. You are acting unreasonably. A reasonable person in your circumstances would have known you were creating a risk, and then you have civil liability for that risk, but not criminal liability. The next step up in terms of state of mind is recklessness. Uh, recklessness is where you knew you were creating an unjustified risk of death to others, and you did it anyway, and someone died. So you didn't intend for them to die, but the state, the mental state of recklessness is sufficient to warrant uh, criminal liability. And, uh, and then, of course, above that, you'd have an intentional killing if Alec Baldwin had you know, wanted to kill Helena Hutchins, which there's never been any evidence to suggest that, of course. Um, but what we have here is recklessness. Why do we have recklessness and not mere negligence? Because any time you're handling an inherently dangerous instrument, recklessness applies because of the inherent danger. Uh, it's simply not accepted that a reasonable person could not know that what they were doing was dangerous. And inherently dangerous instruments are things like explosives, uh, poisons, uh, medicines, dangerous medicines, and of course, guns. Everybody knows guns are dangerous, especially Alec Baldwin, who's on the, the board of a gun control organization that exists because guns are dangerous. Uh, and he knew he was handling a real firearm. He never contested that at all. Uh, he conceded that, in fact, when he first talked to police. And anybody knows if you're pointing a real gun at another person, you're creating a risk of death to them, uh, unless you first ensure that the gun did not contain any live ammo. If you haven't ensured it doesn't contain ammo, you're creating an unjustified risk of death, which is the legal definition of recklessness. And then if death results, well, you just committed reckless homicide, which is voluntary manslaughter. So that's always been the case. I believe I wrote my first analysis of the shooting the day of, or maybe the day after it happened. And that was my conclusion then. And it's only been reinforced ever since. Um, now, what this exposes, of course, is that um, whether a criminal charge is appropriate on the legal merits and a voluntary manslaughter charge against Alec Baldwin is appropriate on the legal merits every day of the week and twice on Sunday um, is one question. A completely separate question is, well, does the prosecutor want to bring the charge because they don't have to. It's entirely within their discretion if they want to bring a charge or not. And, and frankly, I was, again, shocked given the, the politics that the prosecutor here decided to bring charges. Um, I suspect, I mean, I'm, I'm mind reading now, so give this the weight it's worth, which isn't much. Uh, but I do know that the prosecutor is uh, very much on the, the gun control side of things in terms of uh, her politics. And she may have seen this as, uh, you know, may, may have made a sudden abrupt decision to use this as an example that she goes after all bad gun uses, uh, all irresponsible gun uses. No one's above the law. In fact, I believe she, she made that statement. No one's above the law when she brought the criminal charges. And uh, 
And then I think things may have gotten more complicated for her politically. It took her a year, my recollection is, to actually decide to bring charges. Um, then when she did, she appointed a special pros prosecutor. Then it turned out the special prosecutor she appointed <clears throat> could not actually have that job because she was also a legislator and you can't do both. Uh, so that special prosecutor had to leave. They appointed another special prosecutor a short while ago. And, and now we're at today where the charge has been dismissed against Alec Baldwin. Uh, now, Alec Baldwin had hired extremely capable attorneys. Uh, I don't think, you know, they can't change the legal merits of the case, but uh, they were very, very good uh, in the filings I saw them make in court, about as sharp as you could possibly hope for. And they would have been smart enough to play, not just the legal angles, but the political angles as well. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if we were to learn, for example, that Alec Baldwin's agreed to uh, come back to New Mexico and uh, give some uh, gun safety talks. Uh, on behalf of the prosecutor in this jurisdiction. That would satisfy her gun safety, gun control concerns, without her having to actually prosecute him. Now, um, the armorer on the set, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, a very young woman, her father is a famous Hollywood armorer, um, and she was just getting into the business when all this happened. Apparently, by all appearances, not very responsibly. Uh, and she's been charged with uh, involuntary manslaughter as well. Um, just occurred to me, I may have said voluntary manslaughter before. Anytime you hear me say voluntary manslaughter with respect to this case, I'm just misspeaking. Involuntary manslaughter. Uh, voluntary manslaughter would be when you actually intended to hurt the person. Uh, involuntary manslaughter is lack of intent to hurt them, but reckless conduct resulting in the harm. So involuntary manslaughter. Uh, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed also remains charged with involuntary manslaughter. Uh, and the case against her is weaker uh, than it was against Alec Baldwin because he's the guy that had the gun in his hand when it fired. He was the last chain in the causes leading up to this. If everyone else had done everything wrong, but he'd only checked the gun, there would have been no death in this case. Uh, so I think no one bears more responsibility than Alec Baldwin. Um, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed's responsibility is more tentative uh, because it's not clear to me how proximate her, her loading of the gun or did she load the gun or, I mean, there's lots of kind of vague hand-waving stuff here. Like there shouldn't have been live rounds on the set. That's certainly true. Did she know there were live rounds on the set? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a harder argument. Now, it's certainly, there, there's a legal basis for it, for sure. I mean, I, I could make the argument she's responsible. Uh, for voluntary manslaughter in this case, given her job responsibilities. And, and I probably would. I have very little tolerance uh, for people who cause others injury uh, unintentionally uh, using firearms. So I don't have any particular bad feelings for the uh, for Gutierrez-Reed continuing to be charged with uh, with involuntary manslaughter. I think, uh, you know, if nothing else, uh, every other armorer working in Hollywood maybe will, you know, Make sure to take every possible step to avoid this from happening to another actor. Uh, but in terms of the legal merits, of course, it's, if you had a you know genuinely unbiased, apolitical, uh, just making solid judgment calls on the legal merit, uh, this would would have been a prosecution of Alec Baldwin uh, all the way to a, a jury, and uh, and that jury it, again, if assuming it was being unbiased and impartial. Um, and just applying the law to the evidence would have really had no choice but to return a, a verdict of guilty, which, which would have meant 
been a maximum under New Mexico law of 18 months um, in prison. And, and not necessarily that the sentencing would have been completely discretionary. So the, even if convicted, the, the trial judge, the sentencing judge could easily have, uh, simply, uh, had, uh, Alec Baldwin serve no time at all, uh, which wouldn't have surprised me either, especially if Baldwin had offered to make some kind of accommodation, like, uh, you know, um, community service, give gun safety lectures. Listen to me, boys and girls. No one knows better than me how dangerous guns are. Uh, because I had a terrible, terrible accident when I was holding a gun and shot and killed a dear friend of mine. Uh, that's the kind of arrangement I would expect. Uh, so the truth is, folks, I don't have a whole ton uh, to say about this because, uh, well, what can you say? It's uh, it's just the kind of application of prosecutorial discretion that, uh, that we see all the time. And uh, let's see. Uh, in a politically motivated direction. And it looks like many of you don't have much to say about it either. I don't see any, let's see, let's, let me go to Rumble. Uh, and, and frankly, I'm not going to redo all the detailed legal analysis here. Again, you can go to lawselfdefense.com slash Baldwin. Uh, and all my legal analysis on this event is is there with the statutes, with the case law, all that stuff. So that's what I would encourage you to uh, go to um, if you care about the details. It's all kind of moot now, of course. Now, uh, it was reported that the, the charges were dismissed without prejudice, which means in theory they could be brought again and that the investigation is continuing. Uh, I would be I would be surprised. I, I, I guess one possibility is in the course of prosecuting Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, um, and continuing that investigation and discovery and analysis and forensics, uh, they they feel that they may come across additional evidence consistent with uh, Baldwin's uh, liability, criminal liability in terms of manslaughter, and therefore they're reserving the right to bring the charges again. Uh, but I doubt it. I mean, they have everything they need right now if they wanted to pursue involuntary manslaughter charges. So I would not expect those charges to be brought back. Uh, and frankly, there's not, there's not much to, to talk about. Uh, so this, this isn't really a news report that's useful for, um, uh, as content for, you know, a full hour or hour long program, but the news is breaking now. So I wanted to, to get to it now. Let me take a look and see if there's any questions in um, the law self-defense member chat. Uh, law self-defense member, Dan says, have private security. So you're hard to kill, be a leftist celebrity. So no DA will touch you. Yeah, it certainly looks that way. Uh, law self-defense member, Mike says, Mr. Branca, just a crazy hunch. Do you think they dismissed without prejudice to eliminate the charge hanging over his head? thus allowing him to handle firearms enough to finish the filming. They can then reinstate later after the film has wrapped. Uh, it's a lot of mind reading uh, to me. Uh, filming on rest resumes this week. Yeah, I'd heard that. I'd heard that. <laughs> you think they're going to be careful with the guns this time? Um, yeah, I don't know if I'd want to be on that set. Uh, let me see the normal chat if there's anything. Yeah, and uh, within within minutes of this uh, dropping of the charges being announced, uh, the the good Baldwin, uh, my good friend Adam Baldwin, had uh, texted me to share the news 
I'd already seen it, of course, but uh, you may know that Adam was uh, Adam Baldwin from uh, uh, Firefly, from uh, The Last Ship, from Platoon. Platoon? Full Metal Jacket, from Full Metal Jacket. Um, uh, he he had uh, done an, an interview for me on my show uh, a couple months back to talk about his experience as an actor in Hollywood, gun safety, and all that stuff. So, yeah, neither one of us are really charged, uh, really uh, surprised that the charge has been dropped. Uh, let's see. Yeah, don't be pointing guns at people, folks. And uh, by the way, uh, it's, it's worth noting that if, if Alec Baldwin, the moment this had happened, had said, oh, my God, I didn't even know this was a real gun. I thought I was literally handling a prop. Um if he had made that statement, he would have had no liability at all because he would have had no reason to believe that by pointing the gun at Helena Hutchins, he was creating a risk to her. Uh, and there, you know, in, there are completely inert prop guns out there. They're not used very often in Hollywood. Well, they're not used for close scenes like this was intended to be because if, if you get close enough, you can tell that they're fake. Uh, they're used for extras, you know, in the background. So you don't have to, the extras have rubber guns rubber ARs, that kind of thing. And from a distance, they look just fine most of the time when the barrel's not bent sideways. Uh, but uh, for close scenes, they tend to use real guns because they look real. Um, and of course, he always he always conceded that he knew it was a real gun, which is what creates a liability. Anytime you point a real gun at someone, you're creating a risk of death unless you first ensured that the gun has no ammo in it. Uh, even then, I would be nervous pointing a real gun at someone, but you know, they, they can't actually fire with no bullets in the gun. And if you if you check to make sure that's the case, it's just really a, a, a hunk of steel in your hand at that point. But if you don't check and you kill someone, well, then you acted recklessly for your failure to check. You created an unnecessary, unjustified risk of death to another and death resulted. So let's see if there's anything else. Yeah, it, just because just because Baldwin's charges were dropped doesn't mean Hannah Gutierrez-Reed's charges were dropped or should be dropped. First of all, Alec Baldwin's charges should not have been dropped on the legal merits. Uh, so that's not an excuse to drop the Gutierrez-Reed charges. Second of all, the, the factual basis for their liability for each of them is very different. Um, so... For example, if Alec Baldwin had said, uh, I, I and genuinely meant, being honest, I thought this was an inert prop. I had no idea this was an actual gun capable of firing a bullet. Uh, he would have had no legal liability at all. But Hannah Gutierrez-Reed would still have had legal liability because she demonstrably, as the armorer who loaded the gun, knew it was real, um, knew it could fire real, real rounds. Uh, so her, her liability is unchanged regardless of the reality that the the dismissal of the Alec Baldwin charges was was certainly political, uh, not based on legal merit. Um, let's see. How fast will the public take him back? Tomorrow they'll take him back. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't they? They don't care. The, the public has a, a memory of about 30 seconds.
Yeah, it doesn't matter who put the round in the gun. I mean, that person would have liability too. Uh, but if you point a gun at another human being without ensuring it's not loaded, you're creating a risk, an unnecessary, unjustified risk of death. And that's the, that's the legal definition of recklessness. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that other people may also bear criminal liability or civil liability. There's lots of people who, who bear liability for this event. Uh, that doesn't mean that Alec Baldwin doesn't bear his own personal liability. Um, he, he told the police in his interviews he knew how to handle guns. He's been trained in, in handling guns, safe handling of guns, his entire adult life, through his entire career as an actor. Uh, he, he's handled guns on, on dozens and dozens of sets. Uh, and for every one of those movies, he, he, he was he was trained by staff on those movies in gun safety. So he can't possibly uh, deny competence here. Um, but yeah, the, the legal merits don't uh, obviously are not controlling here. All right, folks, uh, I don't I don't have that much to say about the event that I haven't said already. Again, go to lawofselfdefense.com slash Baldwin. Everything I've done is aggregated there. This will be aggregated there, too. Um, and, uh, of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe. That's always appreciated. Thumbs up button. Leave a comment with your city and state. Uh, same thing on uh, Rumble. Always appreciated. If you're a Law of Self-Defense member watching this on the live stream, I'll check, I'll check again for, uh, for comments and or questions. Yeah. Right. Law self-defense member Joe says it's it's reminiscent of Ted Kennedy not being uh, responsible, held responsible for his his reckless killing of a young woman back in the day in uh, on Chappaquiddick. It sure is very 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 similar. Uh, all right, folks. Um, with that, I think I will wrap up. Except to remind all of you, of course, again, if you carry a gun, um, so you're hard to kill. Don't do it like. Alec Baldwin, please do it safely, not recklessly. If you carry a gun so you're hard to kill, uh, then uh, so your family is hard to kill. That's why I carry a gun. So me and my family are hard to kill. Then you also owe it to yourself and your family uh, to know the law so you're hard to convict. And by the way, I'll be seeing Adam Baldwin in a couple of weeks. We're going to have lunch in L.A. while I'm out there, uh, which is always, uh, always a great time. He is... Um, for those who may wonder, sometimes you have actors who are charismatic and in real life they're 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 not very pleasant people. Uh, that's that apparently is Alec Baldwin. I mean, we see how he's prone to fits of violence when dealing with paparazzi and so forth. Uh, Adam Baldwin is as genuinely a kind, nice, goodwilled, loyal. Uh, friend and person as you could possibly imagine. He, he's just, Adam Baldwin is just a fantastic guy. I'm, I'm blessed to have him as a friend. So don't worry about him. If you like Adam Baldwin in the movies, I can assure you, you would like him in real life. Just a great guy. Uh, all right, folks. So if you carry a gun so you're hard to kill, uh, make sure you also know the law so you're hard to convict. And until we meet again, probably tomorrow, uh, I remain attorney Andrew Branca for Law of Self-Defense. Stay safe.